This is a Honky Tonk Man, the greatest intercontinental champion of all time, and you're listening to The Wrestler Review. What's up? Let's get your tits ready to come this year. This year? Fuck. Shit. Ass. Oh no, it's John trying to not cough. <laughs> what a what a nerd. What a nerd. As you can tell. Stuck in my fucking nose. We're in the same fucking room this week. Yes, we YOLO, fucking YOLO, are. YOLO, YOLO. We are, uh, I will mention, we are going into, uh, I'll throw this out there, Dylan Jot bought a, a rather spicy, spicy microphone for himself, uh, so we will be doing Skype, but it won't sound like I'm yelling in a hallway, which is good. <laughs> I want I want it to sound, I, the Laparka episode suffered from a couple of things. I was top five hungover of my entire life, and Dylan was... Um, messaging me audio ways from a hallway deep below the deepest, darkest <laughs> portions of Africa. And at times, since I do live with uh, with uh, roomies, uh, they just knock on your door and they're like, you're a fucking loser. And I'm like, I am not. <laughs> Why are you yelling about La Parca? And I'm saying, because we need to. Yeah. Because <laughs> the world needs it. Our fake radio show needs to talk about La Parca. And you know what? What better antidote to Laparca? A well-respected antidote. Anecdote. Anecdote. Antidote. Antidote. Anecdote is like what better story? Yeah, but antidote to poison. So we're neutralizing Laparca neutral- with Candice Michelle. Candice Michelle. We're reviewing a straight-up fucking <laughs> horror this week. Oh, At the risk of sounding like I don't like women. I don't like women. Call me Billy Bush. Dylan's Donald Trump. Let's grab some pussy, everybody. Oh, yeah. <gasps> Ladies and gentlemen, the locker room talk edition <laughs> of the, the wrestler, wrestler review. Oh, you thought it was weird with the other people where we talked about cream pies. <laughs> well, this woman is the only woman to compete in a match in a swimming pool full of pudding. That's not true. Yeah, it is. She's just the only woman who this did it at a professional right- level. I'll throw this out there. First of all, Candice Michelle was in professional wrestling for five years, and her Wikipedia almost reads as funny as um, <laughs> fucking abysses. Because it's like a bra and panties match. That sounds weird. And then and then Candice Michelle was in an actual blowjob match. Yeah. And then she was the Hyman Inferno match. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and let's not forget the... Guaranteed anal sex on a pole match. That pole, a bunch of dicks. <laughs> um, Candice Michelle was part of the inaugural Diva Search, was never actually in the top ten. Let's start before, though. But she was in softcore porn? No. Okay. It was in softcore porn. John, what was she doing in 1999? I have no idea. She won a modeling contest at ice rink. So, <laughs> oh, God now, Miss Candace Michelle is from Wisconsin. And the Middle West. I've been uh, to an ice rink many times. Rec Center is where you hung out in Stouffville. You smoke weed, you hope <laughs> people get into a fight. That's what a rec center is about. First of all, don't act like just people in Stouffville hung out at the fucking arena. <laughs> all of the Get some of those arena dogs? Jock losers hung out at the Duluth Arena. And one of the greatest days is my friend Andrew Jameson made an ice ball and put it in his freezer. And then when it was cold oh, enough to transfer, no. he's like, I'm going to go throw this at Jamie Wiseman's head. And he fucking did. That guy wasn't the same for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Wiseman's in a coma. He wasn't in a coma, but he just, like, <laughs> looking back, something. I was like, oh, 
I watched a man give another man a concussion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wh- knowing what I know now about concussions, when uh, my, having my bell rung that many times in football probably wasn't good for the old thought train. The I've reason this uh, podcast is riddled with the words Ugh, is probably because I was taught to hit head first. Head on head, got. Your best weapon is to kill his mind. Kill his mind. Fuck his dad. That's how we do it in Stoville. I would guarantee that I think I have as many concussions as Enzo Amore. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That was fucking great. That was one of the all-time best. And Candice Michelle also has the, like, one of those great moments were, uh, not great moment, I should say, but she uh, bro- she broke her collarbone in a way that I remember watching it and being like, that's fucked up. And everyone hated Can Everyone was like, they should have real women's wrestling. These are just a bunch of models who they taught to wrestle, kind of. like. And listening to interviews with Candice Michelle, I feel bad because I'm like, yes, she's trying hard, but she just can't do it. Yeah. Um, her body is not built that way. It would take years for herself to basically build a new body. You know, it would take like five years to build like a... Uh, Enough like muscle and core ways, and it would also detract from her modeling career. She would just become, I'm a very good wrestler. And Vince would be like, Oh, that's great, sweetie. Get the fuck out. Ashley Masara, (sighs) this coat rack with fake tits is here. She dresses like the Avril Lavigne. Ah, you're hot, but you don't look hot in white panties. (laughs) Uh, Which, by the way, is the thing that Vince McMahon was real into. Um, He was also into kissing me. Was he really me, into kissing kiss you? Kiss me, kiss me, kiss me, Vincey. Yeah. Me and me, me and my Beyonce do a role play where I'm Linda and she's Vince. It <laughs> <laughs> means she fucks another woman and I just do paperwork. I don't know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Honey, I'm sorting these Groupon emails. Are you busy fucking a woman? <laughs> oh, just I just alphabetized my job search emails I still get because I'm too lazy to unsubscribe. <laughs> the idea that Linda McBitt's putting on a gray wig <laughs> and pegging you and that's oh, what yeah. she thinks she thinks she looks like you she thinks she looks like a no man. she doesn't bang me i'm linda <laughs> i do i make calls to get people to fund to give to my fundraising things i make, i make calls to get people to give me for political contributions and she fucks tory wilson <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so who, do he I play someone who used to I date play, a wrestler? Do I play Tori Wilson? In no, this? who plays Tori Wilson? Tori Wilson, so the Tori, real Tori Wilson. So this is where Tori Wilson is. She's in no, Tori Wilson. She's in Linda me. McMahon's sex cave. What yeah. you're doing? She puts on. A I'm Linda. She's Vince. Tori Wilson is Tori Wilson. <laughs> I understand. Okay, good. <laughs> she's in a gray wig and a yeah. suit. Yeah, fucking Tori Wilson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With what I assume is a strap-on made of money. No. Well, you you go stuff on made of money. <laughs> you go through her spam emails. Yeah. Well, I why well, alphabetize spam emails. John, I'm gonna hear ask you a personal question. How many emails do you get a week that you're just too lazy to unsubscribe from? Because I get fifty. Oh, a day? Yeah. At least six a day. <laughs> One time I unsubscribed I from get, all those like mailing lists, and it took, and then it took thirty <laughs> minutes, and I literally was like, "Well, I'm done work for the day. <laughs> like, I'm gonna go play video games because this man's earned himself a break." <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't let go of that image of just Linda McMahon. Just, I'm 
Time to alphabet. She can't really get the Vince McMahon voice down. Time to time to alphabetize with Dylan. Tori. Vance. You. Is that Linda? Vance. Vance. What you need to do is remember that I'm not good at learning lines. (laughs) Vance, put semen in a cup. I want to have another shot at Shane. Never forget. If you are real, baby, Sec- I'm going to kill Shane. Secretary of Small Business. Oh, yeah. She is in the she is in the cabinet of the President of the United States. So, by the way, I, I, I want you to know that you are the Jamie Kilstein of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie Kilstein is a, he was basically, he's a, what, is he a comedian and uh, no longer feminist? Stop. He's a male feminist? First of all, you were missing, stopped being a comedian so he could start politically themed punk bands. He stopped being a comedian so he could be politically themed punk bands? He, I met him and he was a nice man. He was a nice man, and he was. You know what he was? He was more. He was far more talkative than any. Because in all right, I, I've so, met him as well. I agree with everything you're absolutely saying. Where I'm like, he's a super nice guy. One thing I will say, he did have a bit of a gaze when there was a there was a lady in the crowd that was talking to him, and there was a bit of a fixate. Like, like I was like, and it's what it is. Is he's an addict, and the only thing like, and a very bad addict. So clearly. Yeah. The only thing he had left was sex, 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 sex. Yeah, sex and sugar, and was a married man. I think in an open, like they had an open relationship, uh-huh. and you could just see he was just like, "Your tits are my heroin." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not. By the way, condoning any of the behavior he had. Clearly, a bit of a fucking rapey cunt guy. If you read kind of what happened, yeah, I'm just saying that it, I think what it was is it was th- that sort of behavior started as a baseline. And it escalated because he was not dealing with any of his problems, and he behaved inappropriately. That said, him and Vince McMahon get along real well because they both don't respect women. <laughs> that being said, only difference between Jamie Kilstein and Vince McMahon is one wears a suit, one has tattoos, and I don't know which one is which. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We're ten minutes in, and we have not talked about Candace Michelle at all. Yes, we have. Oh, her ice skating ring modeling career. I think we said, yeah, I think we went rec center modeling. And uh, and then I and then a riff that's replaced. Shut up, you're fat or Larian. <laughs> Here's what I'm going to throw out there. So, as the story goes, diva search. No, I just want to. Okay. Even before wrestling, 19, she goes to Hollywood uh, and attempts to make it. So she's in the diva search in 2004. So, um, 19, 1978. What's that? 19. She's 97. That's 97. So we got seven years between Hollywood and the Diva Search. In those seven years, here's what she does, right? Um, she is in a couple movies as, like, you know, the babe. But she also is, like, one of the... Remember in Playboy, when people used to buy, actually buy Playboy? There'd be that Me, back page. every week. <laughs> but there'd be that back page of, like... Hundreds of girls. I gotta be honest. I ever, I've never actually really looked through a Playboy. The porn that we found really? in, in the woods was Slank? Hustler. Yeah. Um, and what was the other one? Penthouse. And then another one that was like Bo Coop or something like that. That nice. I just remember the centerfold. The woman had the juiciest tits. <laughs> <laughs> I was jacking off like anything. 
Oh my god! It's we're literally we're about to go into a, a fucking mid two thousand stand up routine. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent true. Where it was like, oh, the maternity bra, uh, like m- just the a photo of a bra with no tits. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Well, I mean, I remember one of my friends was like, "Why would you, um, why would you jack off to a Sears? That's just someone's mom." And I was like, "Yeah, exactly. You're you're like." Uh, yeah, I could meet this woman, and I'd be like, I saw you in a very supportive undergarment. <laughs> Let me say this. Everyone talks about the pornification of our society, and it's bad. It's like, I know a guy who used to, on the way home from school, stop by the community center, which would be called the leisure center in Europe, to jack off in the family bathroom. What? Because he was like, there were tits in the air here. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we- People who jacked off in public are so weird. Most of my, I did it. Most people in my when friend did group you jack off in public. A bunch of times, people dared me, and I took on, I took on the dare. Did it in a public rose garden in January. Oh, they knew too. They watched me to confirm it. Oh, yeah, man. Pu- You're a brave person. You know, I would never. That would be one of those things of like, well, I'm dying with this. I've, <laughs> I've. It's like when I jacked off to Stephen King's It. <laughs> <laughs> Did you do that? Yeah. <laughs> what part of Stephen King? I hope it was. There's the a part where she's fucking Wait. her ugly husband at the beginning of the. Of oh, the you're book. right. I really for a moment I was like, I hope it's not the book. <laughs> <laughs> Just the clown. Yeah, yeah. So Candace Michelle is part of the diva search in 2005. No, we're not done talking about it. I want to talk about the diva with. search so badly. Here's what here's what I'm fascinated with about Candace Michelle. May I say? She was in softcore porn and then still was on, te- like, all right, this guy sounds super misogynist and I'm apologizing for this. But when you're, when you're telling, all right, when you're telling, when you're basically, like, she sold herself as a sexual object. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. And she showed her hoo-hoos. I certainly did. Multiple occasions. And she did softcore porn. Mm-hmm. And she still got a job selling, like, sex for the next five years. Yeah, that's an accomplishment. It, absolutely, but usually it's also, people don't recover. But it's also it's like, a diff- that sounds super fucked. But it's up. a different wrestling company then than it was now. Two thousand and five to two thousand seventeen. No, 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 WWE. No, I don't mean. No, I'm not saying like. Oh, this is against. Oh, you're talking standards. about GoDaddy. I'm just. No, no, no. I'm legitimately saying you showed her. She showed her boobs, and people were still interested in seeing her covered up boobs. And I think she deserves a lot of credit for that. I agree. I think that she also found <laughs> that'll be the that'll be the end for the cop. She showed her boobs, yeah. and the people were still interested in her cover up boobs, and she learned the- credit. I agree. The wrestler review. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the crazy thing about this particular weak willed part of our species. <laughs> people saw her milk bags, yeah. and then were cool seeing those milk bags covered in spandex. <laughs> yeah. Nice, um, nice. The Diva Search in 2005. Let me explain what that is to those of you who may not realize how insane the WWE was in the post-Attitude Era years. Vince McMahon decided we need more women, so he drove around the country kidnapping... 2004, by the way. Is it 2004? There was one in 2005 as well, right? She was in the original Diva Search in 2004. She didn't make it. She didn't make it to the top ten. This was the one that was won by Christy Hemme that no one talks oh, about. Oh, Christy Hemme one was... Christy Hemme just had a quality to her. I... 
love Christy Hemme. Christy Hemme like, just seemed like mm. <laughs> Christy. Like all the other ones were models, where Christy Hemme was just like a real person. Yeah, it's the classiest way I can put Christy, that. Christy Hemme looks like she's gonna take it. Christy Hemme looked like a fucking party, and the other people oh, were like, "When do I get paid?" She certainly fucking did. She looked like a party. She looked like the APA was like, "We're playing poker," and she was like, "Yeah, strip poker. Here's the rules. You guys put more clothes on. I don't want to see your dicks." And you're like, <laughs> "Fucking yeah, Christy." Yeah. Well, she also and she turned into a pretty good backstage person for TNA. TNA. Yeah, I think she's and still she was a, and she ring announcer too. She was good. Isn't she still in TNA or she's yeah, like of course, a producer? Like she's like a producer. Like she has a she's one of those. She's going down with that ship and she's getting fucking producer credits. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things where it's like it's like when you found out Brother Love was the number two guy of the company for almost yeah. twenty years. You're like, get the fuck out of here. It's like ECW's on the way down, so Danny Dorian's getting his like <laughs> executive producer credits in. <laughs> one of those um all right so diva search crazy stuff like as you were saying because this is as john's saying this is post attitude era and whereas the one I, th- I believe i mentioned this on an episode we actually never released because it got fucked up but uh the sunny episode where it's like what you want to do is highlight someone obviously yeah absolutely so and especially with this type of role where it's basically they want to create a character or a personality that's a break from the action where it's like yeah this guy's just been clotheslined through barbed wire and now this woman will stand here (laughs) but it is though it's like it's a different part of the show absolutely and it's something that they've kind of gone too far with now i find in wrestling in general well, oddly, is like they're trying to create that new part with the 205 Live stuff. Explain. Oh, where they just go and show you cruiserweight matches and stuff. Where it's like, like this is a different part of the show. Because. And it looks completely different. I see your point. Yeah, they are actually moving away from it. I'm talking about like in the last two years where they would like every fucking WrestleMania had three unnecessary sketches that were so tedious and annoying where you're like, you didn't. Yeah. I don't need to see Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff. A guy who looks like (laughs) every woman in Canada's second husband who (laughs) the only reason he's not abusive is because he quit that drinking because it get in the way of his hunting. (laughs) Well, yeah. I think it's weird for this woman to be so... And in interviews, seems pretty happy with it. And I'm sure she doesn't think of herself this way. But, like, it's yeah, it is a break in the action. And it's, like, almost like... Sometimes it's, like... And it sounds awful to say, but that's where people would get drinks and stuff at the arena. Oh, absolutely. Well, this is this is the beginning of the Divas match literally being like the fucking popcorn match. Go get fucking food. Because it was also the Divas, by the way, would be a woman's wrestler versus someone who came from softcore porn. Like Candice Michelle is a women's champion, not a Diva champion, a women's champion. To be fair, though. Candice Michelle um, was a model. Like she always was a model. She was hired. Basically, she didn't get through the diva search. None of people liked her. So what they did was they gave her a gimmick as being like a makeup girl. She was a makeup girl. Well, the the reason why they did that is they had a appearance contract with her that she signed. She went and was the GoDaddy girl for these famous yeah. GoDaddy ads, where basically she's about to get naked, and then they just tell you about GoDaddy, yeah. which quite frankly really works because as soon as they were like the GoDaddy ads, I was like, I remember that ad. Great ad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The it sounds weird to say, but when she didn't get through the diva search, the there obviously we all know that Vince McMahon's kind of obsessed with like mainstream culture, and GoDaddy has an ad in during the Super Bowl. So literally, two years forty in a row. million people 
Two years in a row. 80 million people. 80 million. Three years in a row. Was she three years? I thought she was three two years. Three years in a row. They tried to do a fourth, but then <laughs> 2008, they were just finally like, we're not allowing this. But three years in a row. So, yeah. A combined, like, how many people? Is that like. Three years times 40 million? You know what that is. 120 million there people you have go. seen Ca- Candace Michelle. And uh, it's also because then there'll be created controversy the next day. GoDaddy did this again with model Candace Michelle yeah. from the WWE. And it will be a it, it's an advertisement. And this is also in the weird time before the fucking I hate when they call it the PG era, but the PG era where he was like, just get them to say the goddamn initials, just get them to say the goddamn initials. I don't yeah. care. Yeah, I don't. I mean, this is the funny thing where people are like, oh, the the PG era sucks, and we need to go back to like what treating women like they're oh, yeah. nothing. Yeah, people talk about the PG era as like, oh well. Now, well, it sucks now. We should go back to the Attitude Era. But then there's shit like this where it's like you have literally just a glut of attractive women who all look pretty similar, dressed pretty similarly, pretty interchangeable. Like Trish Stratus was the only one. that well, Trish Stratus is the reason why it started is because Trish Stratus was a fitness model that they taught to be a wrestler and fucking took to it like a fucking duck in water. Yeah. And then everyone subsequently like, we can teach you to wrestle. No, we can't. <laughs> Well, like Trish Stratus, like but almost. Also, but lo- certain ones they used well. Stacy Keebler and Tori Wilson, they just didn't have be wrestlers. They just had her basically be fucking eye candy, which, as fucking misogynist as it sounds, works like a goddamn charm with the wrestling audience, where it's like, "Yo, tits, guys," and they're like, "Absolute, absolutely." <laughs> well, and there's other things, but like there's there's just different ways to utilize this, like uh, Jimmy Garvin and Precious. Precious come. Precious was. His real life uh, girlfriend, and they were a great act together. But she essentially was like, "Here's the lady here. Whenever we need, whenever we need to, she lets us enough sympathy that we can get her in peril, and Jimmy can save her if he's a babyface or if he's the heel. She can be whatever. Well, and not only Miss that, Elizabeth, you like, can like. But right even now, but even going back to Jimmy Garvin, for example, of the use of a lady valet is amazing. In that yeah. he had an entire program with Precious and Sunshine. Yeah. Where it switched, I think it switched from Sunshine to Precious. Precious was his actual wife. Yeah. And Sunshine was a just an actor, like just a lady who wanted to be in wrestling. Yeah. And they had a, a whole like angle shit with no actual wrestling where they would just come out and kind of yell at each other. That was apparently like as big of a draw as the Von Erics in WCCW. Like it was, it's it's thought of as as much of a reason why that became the biggest territory in the early '80s in the U.S. as the Von Erics versus the Freebirds, which is insane because the Von yeah. Erics versus the Freebirds is six of the best wrestlers of that time fighting each other. No, five of the best wrestlers and Michael Hayes, and then it's <laughs> literally Jimmy Garvin, who's a man in a bow tie, and two women yelling at each other. But that's a different part of the show. Absolutely, it easily f- be. That's that's why Sable was such a big draw, as we discussed. Um, Sunny was a very big draw, like in her time. Sunny was a very big draw, and it's why, like, like they're doing it right now with Michael Bennett and Maria Canellis, where Maria plays like, and Maria is very good at what she does. Mm-hmm. Um, Maria plays the like, whatever, like heel seductress lady, you know, and uh, she the really lady of Sloot Island. <laughs> But she plays the like, you want to fuck me, don't you? And the guy's like, yeah, I just want to grab you. Which I don't understand why that makes the baby face a good person. It's like, yeah, well, she, she's putting it out there. Just just take it. Mm. Take it, Bubba Ray. Anyway, and then, uh, and then you know, turn the tables. 
whatever. I don't need to explain that. I don't know why I did. But then you get like a just like here's uh, Melina, Jillian Hall, Candace Michelle, what Kelly Kelly, Ashley Massaro. Um, who else was there? Fucking Christy Hemme and and I'm not saying these people aren't individually good performers. Some of them, I am just saying that like they didn't really have characters. Like Ashley Massaro's character was that she wore a super short schoolgirl outfit and just in her ribs, you could see her ribs. Mm-hmm. And what was also very interesting. I just mean like iso- Like don't have ten of this. Have one. And then it'll be super effective. Like if Candace Michelle, I agree. I think I, I, I actually disagree. Miz? I don't think you can do that. Ah, uh, yeah, no, they are doing that with the Miz's wife right now, actually, and also, yeah. also with Alana. Yeah, but they also for a minute put Alana and Summer Rae in the ring, which was like, what are we fucking doing here, boys? Like this is a terrible idea. I just think you need five years of being a wrestler. Uh, before you go on television, just like being a comedian. Like, I Candace Michelle learned how to wrestle. A year into her WWE contract, essentially. Again, what you if you call the matches she worked wrestling, it's shocking. Hey man, if it's an uphill battle for some it's people. It's not an uphill battle. It was fucking she had terrible. The look. She just didn't But then have don't put her the in the ring. My issue is this is don't put her in the ring. You don't need her to be in the ring. I didn't need to see her versus Melina and her win the belt. Yeah. That to me, the fact that we're only now. And you essentially to have to have a sketch every week where she shows her boo boos. They did oh oh you mean oh you mean they didn't do that? Oh wait, they definitely did featuring Kelly Kelly and then they introduced fucking Candace Michelle on ECW and literally if you watch that segment, here's how it begins. They're in the backstage area and Candace Michelle and Kelly Kelly come within a centimeter of just kissing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then they go out Oh yeah, cuz Kelly Kelly's whole thing was like I'm up for whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and then but for Terrible. some reason she had a boyfriend who would come out and just stop her every week. And then yeah, Mike Knox, that was uh that Mike was no- his heel character. It was Mike Knox and then this particular one with By the Ke- way, this is the second time we've talked about this Kelly Kelly character on this podcast. I'm very excited. It should we should be we should be disappointed that it's not every week. <laughs> um so Kelly Kelly comes out like that with Mike Knox and there's a brouhaha. Then Sandman comes out after he stops this and pushes Candace Michelle away, and he beats the shit out of Mike Knox to the point that I don't know if Sandman was scheduled to go out there, or he was just like, I was told there would be scissoring, and now I want to see scissoring. (laughs) You girls better rub your pussies together, (laughs) or I'm going to start... Oh god, I'm lost again. I'm confused. <laughs> oh, by the way, okay, so let's go back. Candice Michelle is a Divas World Champion, first Diva Search contestant to win the belt. She beats Molina in I will say what is one of the worst matches of the 2000s. What was her first pay-per-view appearance though, John? Great American Bash. What? <laughs> You're a perv. She was the <laughs> special guest referee. No, she wasn't. In a brawn panties match between Tori Wilson and Molina. What's wrong? And by the way, Molina turned my crank. <laughs> I just want to throw this out there. Because she was like, she's a very good... She's, she's a, a very good wrestler. And, by the way, apparently gave it away like a fucking cupcake tray at a bake sale. And you can't do that in mid to late 2000s wrestling because people are be like she's a slut and that's bad <laughs> because <laughs> evidently by the she way she was a fucking great manager great of, manager uh, Eminem Eminem was a very unsung tag team during that time and I really liked 
I like any tag team where it's just obvious who the person is going to, the singles guy is going to be. And also that entrance, you just like. Oh my God, it was awesome. Well, it was just like, people were like, oh yeah, it's not like the Attitude Era. They're not going as far. And it's just like, what are you, you are literally a the width of a pen every week from just seeing a woman's vagina. Every week. Her entrance, because she had to tone it down, because for the first year, it was just like, that woman is showing a lot of faith in the smallest piece of underwear I've seen in my life. Oh, my God. And, if by the way, the width of a pen, that's being very, very generous. Yes, it is. Also, got to agree with the Eminem point, where it's literally like, there's a handsome man and a less handsome version of that same man. <laughs> Well, it's just like... Um, and an amazing entrance, amazing package, and just, it was a fucking great tag team, and they yeah. just fell apart because one of them loved the pills, and the other one loved cum. <laughs> also, big rumor, by the way, is that Melina and Mick Foley had an affair. Really? It's a big rumor, yeah. Well, well, this was also... And no, also, didn't they, they... They were ripped apart, I mean... They were ripped apart for a variety of reasons. She was apparently a bit of a dog backstage, and partook in some cum uh, well no she <laughs> i'm going to partake in some cum <laughs> no apparently she uh boinked batista while she was supposed to be dating um morrison yeah which is bad uh it was her it was that it she cuckolded there was, him there was someone else who was also made a cuckold i can't remember who was the other cuckold she just did what she does. She's listen. Se- I am, she's sexy I, lady I, backstage. I by the way don't Dave have a Batista's problem. Apparently got a huge dick, and he was going to be in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, she was trying to fuck up. Oh, who am I going to fuck? The Lucha Underground Champion of the World or the mm. future star of uh, fucking Spectre? Both of those are pretty cool, actually. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Put your hands together. Make yourself a little peanut butter and jam sandwich. I wonder what Molina's doing now. But the reason why I bring up those proclivities is literally that's what got Molina fired is they were like, no more whores backstage, only whores on, like, in the ring. <laughs> Whore. Out <laughs> back here, none. <laughs> well, that's, well, I mean, it's, that's the thing, though. That's the thing about maybe, I mean, sleeping with a bunch of people backstage could be well, super like bad for every, like everyone just the old but what's everyone's pissed actually off about, at each other the only thing that's interesting about wrestling is it actually is very like they actually take it very seriously and don't like it when Sonny started like sleeping around with Shawn Michaels and cheating on Chris yeah. Candido constantly they're like we gotta get this fucking pill head out of here it's still fucking work Sable by the way um d- uh, Evidently, I don't think did until she met Brock Lesnar and was like, "That's a wide back that's going to make money for quite some time." <laughs> um, and Deborah McMichael, let's be completely honest: the WWE did take the side of a man who beat up his wife. Yeah, like that's not good. I really like Stone Cold as a character, but I it, like Stone Cold. There's, it's a lot of uh, it's really of stuff. It's really hard to always be like, "Great guy did did beat up his wife." Yeah, that Howard Stern interview she has about him is pretty fucking crazy yeah where she's like he changed his name to steve austin these are not the actions of a regular like man that's true it's also like i get i'm not defending steve austin and but it's i'm just saying in his book even his apology is like i was doing a lot of stuff and drinking too much beer and some stuff happened that uh well, you guys know. Anyway, I couldn't drink for a year. And it's like, <laughs> Stephen. So I had to cut back on the daiquiris. I will just say in defense, oh, he changed his name legally to Steve Austin. You know why he did that, Deborah? It had nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a carny trick. Yeah. It's so. It's the same reason why the Ultimate Warrior's name is Warrior. Yeah. 
That's so weird. It's so that he didn't show up in the fucking WCW and they called him Jim Helwig. Yeah. So, yeah, so he could keep the same things. But that sounds weird. Uh, but Candice Michelle is just kind of more professional because you never really heard about her uh, dipsy diving around and she gives every like every answer she gives is really politician and it's really indicative of the fact that like you look at someone like sunny uh you look at someone like let's say sable i would say but girls come into wrestling i would say candace michelle is more in line of you in the only difference is that people have a lot of bad things to say about sable no one has anything that bad to say about candace michelle she's pretty much respected across the board by ebody I just think she's a nice person. She's probably just a nice lady. And the other thing is she came into wrestling with other shit. And she'd already... she'd already And she could go and... Yeah, you know, that's an exceptionally good point. And she'd already been in magazines. She'd already been... By the time she's been wrestling, she's already been like... She's been... She's been... Uh, she was in Tomcats. She was in... Uh, Tomcats? She was in a lot of like comedy movies. You remember how like early 2000s comedy movies? They'd be like... Don't you want to hang out with these girls? She'd be like one of the girls. Yeah. She was in a she was in a couple of fitness magazines. She was in Maxim and shit. Like she Maxim. had shit going on. Man, I'll tell you the time to be a fucking. She ah. came in. If you want to own a media empire, the year you want to be in is 1999. It's like yeah. all you need to do to sell a hundred thousand magazines is get me a brunette with guns <laughs> and a red New York Yankees hat, and yeah. we're gonna sell. We're gonna sell. We're going platinum, sluts. This is what I. That is, that is very true. She came in in the, like in a perfect time, uh, for what she does. Because if she came, if she came of age now, if she was like twenty four, twenty five now, don't like the phrase "come of age," but that's nice. fine. If she did that, she would just she would be an Instagram model who'd be like, buy my weird supplement. Yeah, you know what I mean. On it dot com. She would just be like her her like writhing on a beach and then it'd be like what book do you guys read lately <laughs> like you know what i mean she'd have to figure out context instead of being like can i have money and then you just take a picture of me in a bikini thank you bye you know absolutely exactly she came in she's the last she was the last of a dying breed her and eddie kingston and after the break we are going to talk about her in-ring career ladies and gentlemen we are one year into the five-year reign of Candice michelle what a break we're having. That was such a good episode of the Wrestler Review again. Ladies and gentlemen, please rate and subscribe to the Wrestler Review. Of course, we also want to review it. Please review our podcast for the love of fucking Christ. And also, guys, give us some money. Not with a Patreon. Nope. Or some sort of naughty Amazon link. We don't want you to give us money for a goddamn nothing, right? Here's what we want you guys to do. We both have comedy albums. Please buy those comedy albums on our website, thejohnhastings.com. That is John's website. And DylanAgot.com. The A is for awesome. I'm an awesome guy. DylanAgot.com, thejohnhastings.com. Please buy our comedy albums. We love you. Please make love to us in our beds while we're naked. The A is for Atherton. And we're back, now covering the in-ring portion. I, th- I gotta say, if any episode deserved me farting in the microphone, it would be this portion of the mic. This, <laughs> she is, and I know you're about to say, well, she's new to it. She's just not good at it, in the way that I'm not good at it, because I have no coordination. I could not be a wrestler. I'd be a hell of a fucking talker, though. <laughs> exactly. I'd be like Paul Heyman ECW. So, so- what's her first major in-ring angle, John? 
I think it's her versus Melina leading to the world cha- the women's championship. She teams with Tori as the ladies in pink later to be named Vince's Devils. Vince's Devils. Were they was she wrestling already at that point? I thought that was just literally just. This is also this is when Vince is on SmackDown a lot, and he's literally just like, "I fuck women, Linda." <laughs> this is yes. Linda. This is the Vince character. Is like you would make me extra evil if I literally groped all my employees' tits. Like this is. This is also because you understand, like this business is way down at this point. There's really, not a lot. Garcia of- must have had some hairy fucking di- nights where she's like, she's telling her like you do know partner. The- she's like, I, I gotta. He's gonna grab my tits. You do know the big rumor about Lillian Garcia in the back. This is why wrestling is the worst. What? Oh, she has a big pussy or something. Biggest bush in wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> why? I don't know. Why? Why is that a? How did that get on the internet? How everything gets on the internet. The one, two, three kid. Wait a minute. That's what Sean Waltman. <laughs> I think it's Sean Waltman. Sean Waltman's like she's I know got a big a, bush. I know there's a shoot. I think there's a shoot interview where they were like Lillian Garcia, and he's like, I've heard she's got a big bush. <laughs> 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 These fucking carnies just take 500 bucks and then they're just body shame people. It's out of hand. She's got weird tits. Yeah. Give me my smokes. <laughs> <laughs> I was asked. For, I was told there'd yeah. be smokes. What do you know about Barry Darso? Second smoothest cock in the game. <laughs> Jesus. Here's what I know Christ. about pro wrestling. Stan Hansen, legally blind. Lillian Garcia. Fat bush. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it seems like her uh, her in ring debut takes around uh, takes place around October of two thousand five uh, in one of those beautiful beautiful six man matches where this is classic. How this is classic. How many times bo- uh, female booking? How many way. times do you think that they tried to push a six a sixty nine match or something? Like tried to fucking come up with that pun of like the sixty nine man match, <laughs> the, the 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 tit rubbing match, <laughs> the naked kissing me match. They basically they had like as bad as it is that it's still not Armageddon where they were like cat show everyone your tits. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Show your pussy. Hey, Jerry the King Lawler's wife, show everyone your breasts. I mean, that doesn't... That literally doesn't bother me as much as this shit. Foo's just like, and now a woman's gonna show her tits. They'd be like, well, at least that's fucking honest. The production values, no. It's not like, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna have an in-the-shower naked match yeah. or like a clothes-on in-the-shower rub each other and stare at the screen match. Fuck each other on the face match. So, all right. There's a, here's a six-man I'll take you back. Oh, here we Six go. lady. Uh, we get Candice Michelle, Tori, Victoria st- against Trish Stratus, Ashley Massaro, and Mickey James. I like, by the way, you can't. his name can't be Kevin Steen because you can't chant that, but you can have a Victoria and a Tori. <laughs> well, no one's chanting these names. I am every night. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Tori, Tori. By the way, if you forget who Tori is, she's the one who was won by X Pac in a match and then betrayed Kane because X Pac. Oh, this is Tori Wilson. Oh, it's Tori Wilson. Tori, the original Tori, I think, is dead. I think they killed her. 
<laughs> the original Tori was. We're great. done with you. You mean Tori Wilson, the one that the reason why she turned on Kane was X Pac fucked better. That was Tori. Yeah, that's the best angle ever. Oh, he fucks better. I'm with him now. <laughs> yeah. They implied that it's because his dick is burnt, so he's bad at sex. Jesus fucking Christ! Wait a minute. Didn't wait a minute. Didn't Tori? Wasn't she with X Pac first? Now we're getting into weird attitude era. No, she was with Kane first. She was Kane's first girlfriend. That's so funny. And then X Pac won a match, and he had to. She had to spend the holidays at X Pac's house. <sighs> oh yeah, and then the oh my like, god. As much as by the way, we're right now shitting on the direction that the Fed is. If the Attitude Era hadn't been, didn't have Steve Austin, and just the fact that we were fourteen, it would be. It's so much like isolated incidents within it are so much worse than anything that's been done now a man won a woman biannually oh uh, way more often than biannually well, all right well we can break it down pillman pillman x-pac x-pac that's actually the only two i can think of mark merrill won the services of uh, sable shit to keep working for him yeah uh I can't think of any more. I think it's only annually. If you guys can think Damn it. of any, if you guys can think of any more man winning a woman angles that take place, basically between ninety seven and like two thousand one, then please tell us because we need to demonize wrestling. Hold on. Yeah. So now we get to the big stuff, baby. Candice Michelle. It's April two thousand six. We're going to Playboy front fucking page, baby. This is also Woo! this is by the way when the women's championship was they negotiated you a Playboy cover, because by the way Vince yeah. is responsible for two of the biggest covers of all time. Yep, if not the two biggest covers of all time, that is China and Sable. China. I think China sold like the fucking sold a shit ton. That's so weird. I think S- Sable is one of the biggest ever. I don't know if she is the biggest ever, but she's one of the biggest ever. Yeah, Sable's one of the biggest ever. But the other thing is, wrestling fans are like will just on mass buy stuff like that. So it does it does make a lot of sense to have like a a deal like this in place. It's also kind of impossible to have a serious women's division with this in place. Like you can't be like Sasha Banks take her seriously. Also. No, I I mean you for sure can. Oh yeah, I Even was in their current inundation they could totally do this. They could totally have like Playboy doesn't show any nudity now, so they could totally have like any women's wrestler go on there. But now they have actual wrestlers, so when I said China, I was not truthful at all. Not in the top 10. Not in the top 10. Who's is Sable in the top 10? Sable is in the top 10. Twice? Um because I remember the Tori Wilson uh, Playboy thing being like, man, if I would pay for a na- magazine with naked women, I would totally buy that, but I'm not going to because I don't. I think it's Sable. Because on. why would I have to pay someone and they know I'm going to masturbate when I could just get the stuff for free and no one knows I'm going to masturbate except for the guy who has to fix my horrible computer. I don't know if I believe this because they put number nine as Marge Simpson. No. <laughs> Marge was on Playboy. Evidently, she was. That's super funny and gross that that was number nine. That is super funny. So uh, she gets her first shot at the Women's Championship in a familiar fantasy battle royal. 
Oh, no. This is where it gets good. This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. It's almost better than Abyss. Oh, God. It's not going to be good. Okay. Let me... I'm going to just spin some fucking yards on what the Fulfill Your Fantasy Battle Royal is going to be. No, here's... All right. So, here's a Fulfill Your Fantasy Battle Royal. It was on Taboo Tuesday. Oh, of course it is. voted on what sexy things they were going to win. No. By the way, that is one I'm so happy they didn't make open source because one of them would just been anal. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, they probably dumbed it down a lot. It was... Real fourteen-year-old schoolgirls yeah. <laughs> drowned in my cum. <laughs> uh, Vince gets to touch him, match. Yeah. So uh, fulfill your fantasy battle royal. Here's some other highlights of matches she competed in. Braun panties gauntlet match. That's good. That's good. It's disgusting. It's it's arduous. You know. A Playboy pillow fight. That was her blow off to her feud with uh, Tori. Talk about a blow off. Yeah. Let's be choking on cocks, by the way. Oh, yeah. Oh. What? Why is it the Playboy pillow fight? Is there an old- uh, she fought Tori. Is there an old man jacking off? <laughs> yes, there legitimately is. His name is Vince McMahon. Oh. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Do you think yeah, yeah, that yeah, 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 yeah. Hugh Hefner and Vince McMahon ran a genetic jackhammer gauntlet on some ladies at the grotto? I think Hugh Hefner is the guy that was uh, successful with women because he earlier in his life like actually was pretty much a if you watch anything on hugh hefner he is like a very much for women's rights and he's part of the sexual revolution he just kind of still dresses like a swat like a businessman uh, absolutely in the 50s. hugh hefner is credited as, as like one of the big financial backers of the civil rights movement yeah and like exactly. put black people on television and was like and not yeah. as like he's a goofball it's like here's a claimed jazz artist John Coltrane. <laughs> yeah, but you could totally see Hugh Hefner being the guy who still has to have status, and then when he gets old and he can't be like Mr. Sex, that's when he goes nuts. Whereas yeah. Vince McMahon uh, feels like the guy who just showed up with. He was like when I, I went to a UFC once, and there were these like everyone there was pretty normal, but then like the people in the lower bowl were either celebrities or people who were like. That guy spent his whole paycheck on this just so his his wife's big tits could be on her fucking chin. Like, you're wearing the dress, baby. You're wearing the dress that I bought yeah. you. They don't fit. <laughs> you're going to get... I bought you a gym membership because everyone at the UFC is going to think about your tits while they're jacking off after we're, the punch bloods. We're going to what I consider the opera. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's... um. Yeah, if Hugh Hefner and Vince McMahon have ever talked, it's been a five-minute conversation. Yeah, and three Hugh of those minutes, like you know, I funded the three of those minutes. Movement, and Vince three of those is like I don't like that. Three of those. <laughs> <laughs> Thunderbolt Patterson. Three of those is as high as they should achieve. Third, three of those minutes were just <laughs> grunting noises. <laughs> Come on, me. Um, okay, so she competed in the first ever Wet and Wild match. Uh, which involved water balloons and squirt guns, and though the stipulation, her and Tori, the winner w- would be not on the eighties. WWE, not the eighties. This is very much Vince's like eighties sex appeal, where it's like white girls with flat butts and big boo boos getting each other wet. But yeah, but this is two thousand and five. 
Six. This is 2006. Summer of 2006. This is a different time. Barack this was before the financial uh, collapse, though. So Barack Obama has founded a a research committee to see if he could win the presidency of the United States. Hillary Clinton, first time around, thinks she's going to be president. Vince McMahon is having women spray water on their tits. <laughs> And in the end is why Hillary's not president, because she wouldn't get hosed down. You know? Jesus. I'm not respecting that with a comment. Ooh, ooh, ooh. ooh I'm going to touch your okay. foot. I'm touching your foot. I'm touching your foot. So this is like a year-long feud between Candace and Tory at this time. <laughs> oh, God. So you're telling me that like, the biggest programs they were working on is Tory versus Candace, Batista versus Triple H? No, I think Beth... You got Beth Phoenix kicking around. You got Tori and Trish and Mickey James. This is the time of Mickey James and Trish having that great yeah. stalker angle where like Mickey James uh busts up Trish's mouth and then like kisses her with uh, yeah, that would to make that's it be That's two thousand and six that led to the WrestleMania match that they've heavily had to edit because literally Oh, Mickey James poo poo comes out. Doesn't make no Mickey James literally like smell like grabs Trish's crotch and then like <laughs> fuck she was good in that character though she was fucking great also in researching this episode i wa- tried to find i just tried to find someone talking shit about candace michelle which you cannot find but you can find a table for three which is candace michelle molly holly and michelle mccool michelle mccool that undertaker money she is aged tremendously well really like it's ridiculous Michelle McCool's entire character, though, was like, uh, here's Michelle McCool riding a bike. It was like, <laughs> she was like the body Donna's, but without any of the, like, smugness. She was just like, I just really enjoy getting a partial sweat on, and then I have a kale salad. Yeah. And Undertaker was like, this is my yard. Come to my yard. Teach me your Spanish ways, woman. He's now apparently a raw vegan, which makes me very uncomfortable. <laughs> Of course he is. He's the classic tough guy who's like, okay, Michelle. (laughs) I will kick your ass as long as my wife says I can get the time to do that on Wednesday. Our eight-year-old is in jazzercise classes because he has an (laughs) abnormally shaped hip. (laughs) I don't, uh, this isn't my thing, but I think, I forget which podcast it was. I think it might have been the Art of Wrestling where he was just talking about how like, (laughs) just seeing The Undertaker in a Whole Foods, like, Michelle, you know I can't handle the expensive cashews. <laughs> they bring about my indigestion. In the low point of her career, um, and this is you when you know you're on the way out because she's been a Divas champion. She's done the Playboy thing, and this is another. No, 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 no. By the way, not a Divas champion. She is a women's. Cha- this is before the Divas belt. Oh no, wait, no. This is before women's champion. Jesus Christ. She is a awful. Oh, this is before women's champion. So before she was a women's champion, she was on ECW, brought in as Vince's sex slave. Jesus fucking Christ, is that dark? Wait a minute, is this when she does this the, is the Kelly Kelly, Kelly, Kelly thing? But yeah. she's brought in as Vince's sex slave. I thought that was after as well. Yeah. No, this is like she's just done Playboy, and Vince is like, let's make it clear, I've fucked her. On TV. wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So it's after she's a woman. I thought that was like after she's a woman champion. She's like a hot older lady seducing Kelly Kelly. Literally, it was like. No, we're you're gonna fuck. Yeah, this she's man. a hot older lady. She's 28 at this time. We're just so used to seeing fresh, in, re- in wrestling, fresh out of the wrapper, fucking razor, fucking. As you know, pussies. all of my girlfriends, I break up with them on their 25th birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday! Get the fuck out. Oh, with the old and with the bruise, you know what I mean? Oh God, mm. damn it! 
What does that mean? It just for me, it sounds like that I have to. I am only taking women's virginities, and I'm yeah, not good yeah, at breaking yeah, yeah, through yeah, their yeah, hymen, yeah, yeah. so I just bruise their pussies. <laughs> you you put a lot into that. I thought you, I was just saying, don't twenty five year olds get drunk, buddy? <laughs> get drunk enough, you find a twenty year old and prepare for the next five years. What's the youngest woman you've had sex with? One. <laughs> <laughs> a one year old. How old were you? One. <laughs> Two one-year-olds getting it on. Oh, it's disgusting. It's fucking gross. <laughs> Seriously, how It was old? a crazy time. It was 1986. <laughs> it's a crazy time, John. <laughs> yeah, I don't have any sex. Do I have to edit that out? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. I, like, I would edit what you just said <laughs> this out. This going to be a five-minute episode. <laughs> I feel like this episode should be called... John and Dylan want to court more internet controversy than ever before. Pedophilia is cool. Rape is fine <laughs> if we know you. Um, by the way, we're only three years into Candace Michelle's career. Uh, we're not doing over an hour on Candace Michelle. I will stop us at one hour. No. We're not doing... I'm not having one of the longer episodes being about Candace Michelle, Vince McMahon's sex slave. Sex slave thing is so fucking dark. But by the way, this is also the time when they had fucking uh, Tori Wilson's dad, actual dad. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's got to be a real <laughs> Mary Don Marie. And oh, then he, Don Marie. And then she one. fucked him to death. <laughs> Don Marie was another one. Oh, I she actually was, a, was proud was of Don Marie for getting into the WWE, and that sounds weird, where I was like, she's really overcoming some shit. In what way? I thought she was great. She's she's easy on the eyes. She's got a great fucking attitude, and of all of them, she played a very distinctive like archetype of women of that era, of the like the chirpy slut of the gang. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she played... The, her ECW character was just like ultimate... Ultimate mean dits you know she was just like i'm only with yeah she was just like she was what people on reddit forums think women are (laughs) uh you're not a big enough deck you gotta get out would you leave me alone candace michelle lovely woman hopefully she never hears this episode for the love of christ she's definitely gonna hear this episode i'm gonna send it to her because i know we're very good friends well you do you do? Candace Michelle, um, this is when Candace Michelle puts her goddamn working boots on here, John. It's two oh. years into wrestling. She's kind of learned what she's doing. Vince uh, is Ironer. Vince is Ironer, not as just a sex slave, but as, is this the future of my women's division? I would say that I, I don't think necessarily Vince is Ironer. I think more it's sort of like, well, we need to give the belt to someone. No. Yes. No. Yes. So we're we're taking the women's championship to bold new places here, John. Okay, because okay. I I believe I mentioned this before the break, but Candice Michelle defeated Molina in the first ever match it held in a swimming f- pool full of pudding at one night stand, and then at the next pay per view, Vengeance defeated Molina. To become the WWE Women's Champion, John. Why have the pudding, the big pudding blow-off match before the real win? Well, because you know sometimes it's kind of like when Dusty was booking in G- JCP. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know when you got a hot angle? Oh, yeah. But you just want to do it a real simple way, but you yeah. got to give the people what they want, yeah. which is women covered in baked goods. <laughs> Put, have you ever been to a pudding wrestling match? No, I've never. I wrote this down in my joke book, actually, of what's sexually attractive about two women fighting in mud? They're all slippery, John. <laughs> yeah, but that's not, what I would heckle with at that, that show. <laughs> no, but not in because they're all slippery, you bitch. <laughs> yeah, but then have them fight. What if they slip into each other? What if I slip in there? They're so slipping, John. <laughs> well, why do you just like? No, it's ooh. I'm really attracted to that pretty woman who's covered in dirt. Yep. Is that true? Is that what you're into? I'm into pretty women, John. The accoutrements don't matter. <laughs> oh, that pretty woman's. What got- if they're covered in blood? I assume it's fake blood. Still, I'm hard. Because <laughs> someone's got a heavy flow. You know has got a heavy dong? Me. Ready to fuck. I'm ready to fuck. Everybody knows I'm here to take it. <laughs> Here's the fucked up part. So Who after- wants to give it to me? All of you do. Jack me off, but with your ass. <laughs> This is the worst episode we've ever done. This is the best episode we've ever done. We This should be called Candace Michelle's Not A Lot To Talk About, and they are doing well over an hour. <laughs> um, Candace Michelle is a ton to talk about because she's she's very thematic. Here's another theme. Oh, is she is she like the catcher in the rye? Shut up, John. <laughs> Here's another good theme <laughs> that, w- that would always make me angry during this period of watching wrestling. Candace Michelle holds a pinfall victory over Beth Phoenix. Yeah. That is fucked up. Which one was... Be- awesome Con Wait. lost to Christy Hemi, fair and fucking square. Wait a minute. Is is uh, Beth Phoenix the one whose theme song was... <laughs> or was that someone else? Oh, wait, nope. it's every woman of this era. <laughs> Their theme song was. <laughs> no, but Beth Phoenix was the her character was essentially it was it was the Glamazon, and she essentially was. <gasps> oh yeah. No one picks up on this, but it was the female Farouk. Like they just took the they didn't take the headpiece, but they were like making new headpiece that doesn't look so much like a weird. Uh, oh yeah, Starship yeah. Troopers helmet, and 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 her theme song was. No, her theme song was. Glamazon, big pussy, big pussy. Also, by the way, her name wasn't Awesome Kong; it was Karma. No, it was Awesome Kong in TNA. Oh, the, is that what you're talking? I thought. Wait, Beth Phoenix. Tits and off. Wait, Beth Phoenix. Um, Beth Phoenix was never in TNA. I'm assuming Beth Phoenix. Yeah, that's what I was. Like, oh, sorry, Christy Hemi. Fuck, I fucked that up. I thought you Beth said- Phoenix came like Candice Michelle was timed very well. Where it's like she caught the tail end of like selling like magazines like uh, Maxim and what was the other one? Oh my god, FHM. FHM. Yeah, and FHM and shit like that. And then caught the tail end of. Is when- FHM stand for for hot men? Because that's why I bought it. <laughs> really? No. Fitness hetero men. Fuck. No, that's not what I assume. Fuck. Fuck hoes, man. <laughs> you, you, you. Um, do, do, do. But then she caught the tail end of the women are just objects. Here's some pudding. You're the women's champion. And in the fun thing, uh, Beth Phoenix, uh, poor timing, because if it was legit 10 years later, she would be uh, women's champion. Because she's, when you look at Beth Phoenix, she was like, if Nia Jax is, if you want to say Nia Jax is your like classic 
like big man wrestler, you know, big woman wrestler, uh, then Beth Phoenix is very much your like she's fucking huge. She's like, uh, I want to say Lesnar. I'm, who would she be like? She's like Braun Strowman for women. For him, magazine. By the way, Ugh. <laughs> she's like Braun Strowman. Wait a minute, I let that go because I was looking up. Beth no. Phoenix is. I think that that's putting. Beth Phoenix at a bit of a disadvantage. Braun Strowman is being pushed to the moon is going to be great for another week. And then he's going to go on the fucking scrap heap with Snitsky and... Um, no, Braun Strowman is... The giant I, Gonzalez. Braun Strowman is their... I don't know. It seems like they're trying to make another Undertaker or something because they know everything's kind of... But I think Braun Strowman will be... He'll be in the scrap heap with Rusev, if nothing else. So... Basically, Beth Phoenix. Uh, then after, after I, I, Candice Michelle. Oh, beat and by Beth the way, Phoenix for all the, the listeners title. wondering, I don't know why we're having to go over the entire five years because oh boy, does it! I'm just starting to boil with rage over the why. Just it's just fucking. There's one major thing that happens left. You stupid fuck. I'm just saying that how undervalued women wrestling was, women's wrestling was at yep. this time, is just fucking shocking, and that she was the champion. Like the fact that we were like, man, if some of these wrestlers had been doing it now, they would have been respected as for what they did, as opposed to then where it's like, oh, the fuckhole needs to go out there for five minutes while Vince jacks off. <laughs> well, in this corner, it's Cum Dumpster versus <laughs> Vanessa. <laughs> well, this is what the, the the exact thing they actually do, where it's like they have. They kind of try and rebrand it like this is women's wrestling. Where women are going to wrestle each other finally. Yeah, again. but but they're doing that now with actual athletes that are female, as opposed to then where it's like, hey, you're stood next to a boat at a convention. Get in the ring. <laughs> but that's what they did. What's your name, Heather? We'll kill your parents if you don't do a pile driver, Heather. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. They do with the Bella Twins. Where remember, uh, one of the Bellas had the Divas title, and then Charlotte beat her for the Divas title, but only after like seven tries or some shit when they could have just done it the first time, squash them over. And they do the exact same thing here where Candice Michelle has the women's title and she still beats Beth Phoenix once before Beth Phoenix pins her a fuck ton of times. Like, just have, if you're going to be like, this is a new era, quote unquote, then just have the new era roll over the old era. Yeah, but they don't like doing it's that. It's not like Anderson Silva beat Chris Weidman and then Chris Weidman beat him in two return matches. No, he fucking knocked him out once and then he broke his leg the other time. Like, he smashed the fuck out of him. And you don't even say it. And that's the other thing where it's like, don't say it's a new era. Just let it be a new era. Well, yeah, but again, that goes into the whole marketing of the entire thing. And it's, you know, we start pulling at those strings and we're going to end up naked in the woods talking about Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Yeah, this was on a raw. Uh, mm-hmm. This was I'm actual listening. real injury where it was like a two out of three falls match. And uh, Candice Michelle really did very badly uh, hurt her clavicle on a dive. And then they just finished the match. And you could just... Usually, uh, really bad injuries. Like, we talked about Laparca last week where he tears his ACL where Goldberg does the spear. Yeah. And you can't really tell. Oh, um, yeah. No, this one... This one was like... it. The This poor woman done exploded. <laughs> yeah. And Say bye-bye. It's kind of funny, though, because, like, if an injury looks super bad then usually they're not out for that long. She was only out for like a bit over three months, three and a half months, mm. whereas LaParka's out for like a year because like, just like a little tick, and then just... Yeah, but here's also the difference between WWE and WCW. WCW is like, oh, f- hangnail. 
take a couple of weeks off. WC or WWE. Oh yeah, my spine's actually still in Cleveland, and I'm now in Austin, Texas. Uh, well, listen up, pal. You better get a new spine, or uh, you'll no longer be the Intercontinental Champion. <laughs> so this is how quickly it happens, where Candice loses the title, and this is the kind of thing where I don't know if I mentioned this before, but WWE had this horrible fucking uh, trend of build a woman up, build a woman up. She's in Playboy. Get her the fuck out of the company. Yeah. Because it's been two years. Mind you, it has been two years. Candace wins the title. She, because this, this is the other thing, it's around Super Bowl time again. She wins the title. She injures a clavicle. I'm sure backstage, the brain trust has a meeting like, injured her clavicle. That's That doesn't happen to objects. If you break a cabinet, you throw it on the curb, <laughs> goddammit. And then they fire her. <laughs> <laughs> like that's what happened say what you said again because it may have been covered up by my gleeful have the idea of pat patterson trying to get them to throw candace michelle on the curb <laughs> don't you get it she's not the person that's why i fuck men i fuck people <laughs> i fuck people you fuck a table that was italian so uh you don't get it i go banana now let me tell you what i fuck people that's a really good italian accent you fucking idiot suck me suck me so basically, she's uh, she's in a bunch of tag matches as, you know, woman number three for the next year. Yeah. And then she's out of the company. Gash McGillicuddy versus Candice Michelle. Which is, she was in the SmackDown Raw supplemental draft, directed the SmackDown, and that's how you know you're. it's pretty much done. Oh, yeah. When they don't even announce it on television, they're just like, oh, yeah. That was the thing is, Raw at this time when they were doing the brand extension and it like really fucking mattered as opposed to what they're doing right now. They're like, we got to do something and they'll just put it back together in a couple of years. Then they would do a supplemental draft where they're like, remember these guys you see sometimes when you watch Velocity? Yeah, they're uh, they're over you now. <laughs> Little tidbit about Miss Candace Michelle. She's a Christian. She is a Democrat. And she has a tattoo on her wrist that says, that says faith. You want to know why? She has faith. It's her daughter's name. Her son's name. No. Husband's name. First one. She explained that means... She has faith. Oh, fuck. I know that she married a chiropractor in Los Angeles, California, and now lives in Beverly Hills. And I'm like, good for you, Candace. Way to land on your feet. (laughs) Well, of course she did. Of course she did. She was also the 2007 Women's Wrestler of the Year by Pro Wrestling Illustrated. Bill Apter. I guess we know your type, Bill. (laughs) All right, Dylan. What was the best thing about Candice Michelle? I, I like my best thing. Oh, mine? My best thing were jugs. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy wants some fucking milk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I'd say her poise. I think I think in performance, it's it's uh, super easy to let anything get you Who down. Who the fuck are I you, Miss Manners? I'm giving her points for poise. Throw this out there. I just don't want to say... Anything rude because I've done that tenfold. But I think it's oh, yeah. uh, I think it's super I think given that environment, uh the environment she is, like she's on the road for like four years with professional wrestlers. It's so insane that you haven't heard one story of her A being a like some old weirdo calling her a slut, like Spike Dudley calling her a whore. Yeah. Or like uh or someone like she literally no one has anything bad to say about her. She just by all accounts, just kind of like stuck to herself and 
had Mine fun. was similar as I was going to say. She appears to be the most professional professional wrestler exactly. of the last 30 years. She has vision. Like a lot of people like we do stand up and there are a lot of people who can't see outside of like what's right in front of them. Yeah. Like and these are the people who like get angry at other people getting stuff. I've been one of those people. Everyone has been. If you do stand up or like yeah. or entertainment, you get jealous of people who are who get big breaks and you don't. We're going to talk about that as soon as the podcast exactly, takes that. Right. Yeah, Candace just, uh, she seemed, yeah, she just seems like very, and the other thing is like, I, I listened to some interview with her where it's like, uh, they had interviewed her before and then they do a second interview and then the guy makes the worst joke in the world at the start where he goes, uh, yeah, I think in their first interview, uh, we only lasted three minutes together, so maybe we can go for farther. And she just goes, okay. <laughs> and it was like, she just, in the nicest possible way, shut down this weird pervert. <laughs> You know what I mean? And I was like, good on you, bud. I'm here. Because that's all she has to deal with. And she's just like, I'm above this. You're not going to lower me to even engaging it or getting angry about it. She started her career winning a beauty pageant in an ice rink. The guy who drove the Zamboni showed her his weird dick. (laughs) And she was like... That's a very nice gesture, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that guy who turns out to be my stepdad because mom likes the gin. <laughs> well, that's the other funny thing that actually now at the end of this episode, I kind of all make sense is uh, judging by stereotypes. She is uh, of Costa Rican descent and grew up in uh, in uh, Wisconsin. So that's just a very Wisconsin lady thing to do. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, you're showing me your dick there. Oh, good to see you. That's ya. nice, Ooh, buddy. That seems like you got a tasty one, bud. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure your wife's real proud of there, buddy. Okay, I gotta go stand by this ring. No. Bye-bye. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm shitting. Ha, saved it. Um. All right, wh- what's the worst thing about Candace Michelle, John? In rank performance, wrong. Oh, okay. What's yours? All around was just a bad wrestler. Uh, she's not. <laughs> you could say promos too. Oh yeah, you could definitely say she studied no. the Meisner technique. No wrestling. She's still a worse wrestler than she is a promo, which is it's it's something hard to accomplish. But she did it. Yeah, because I guess for for professional wrestlers, like for professional wrestling, she just like. Uh, so what you want me to do is the stuff before the stuff I did in softcore porn? Or like, <laughs> you want me to do the stuff in dodgeball that I did, right? Yes. Okay, I'll do that dodgeball stuff. You want me to move around? I, I'm i literally the reason you hired me is because of my the way I stand. And now you want me to move? This is this is not my strength. Yeah, don't you know that I, I was born with two left feet? I don't know how to do that. Yeah. Here's not yeah she had a really good look too though I will say that because she also she wasn't just like like I, I said this about Kelly Kelly and this is gonna sound awful given how I look <laughs> if you don't know how I look just Google me and now I'm gonna critique Kelly Kelly so you can split screen those yeah makes sense but with Candice Michelle it was like she had I don't know Kelly Kelly had this thing where it was like she was like obviously a very pretty lady, but she just like had this vacant thing. Yes, I, I know exactly. And like, there's no talking. sexuality in her. You know what I mean? Yeah, she's someone who's like, I'm here because they tell me I'm pretty. Yeah. And then, but you know, Candace Michelle just kind of, she's the perfect. Uh, where by all accounts, she's a nice person, but she just looks like a bitch. She looks like a bitch, but she's a nice person, which is perfect. Yeah. So I think they really missed an opportunity to make her just someone's asshole valet. I 
I would like to talk about this more, but I'm not letting this be a long episode because right now it. What's longer, this or Randy Orton? This is clearly longer than Randy Orton. <laughs> For Dylan Gott, I'm Dylan Gott. John Hastings, put your hands together. Shut up, you're fat. Damn RVD. Can't believe RVD is still Intercontinental Champion. You know what? Mm. I, uh, I'm a little distracted right now, but I've got a crazy idea for our DV next week. Well, actually, Vince, I've got a crazy idea for us right now. You do? Mm-hmm. Well, tell me, um, how's that chest cold? Actually, my chest cold is all cleared up. Oof. And the, uh, labiagitis, how's that? Well, it's clearing up, but I think it actually needs just a little bit more of those healing pumps that you have. Oh, really? Well, you know what? I've suddenly developed a... A certain little problem myself, yeah. Um, maybe you can help me with my problem since I helped you with yours. All right. Well, what's your problem? It's it's something new. It, it's called shaftitis. Hmm. Well, what do you think? Uh, maybe two problems can make a right. Hmm. I like that idea. I like it too. I mean, I really like it. Mm, I really like it. Yeah? How yeah. much do you really like I it? I like it. Yeah, I like it too. Yeah. I mean, I really like it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.